Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X coming at you live and direct. Uh, this is the With All Due Respect podcast, man, and I got some special guests in the booth with me today, man. Uh, as per usual, man, or, or often reoccurring, uh, I got JDB the realest in the booth with me yet again, man, coming up off of a, a nice little show we just put on, what was it, last night? You hear me? You hear me acting like I ain't know when we fucking did the show. Uh, <laughs> they they don't they don't know because they missed it. Man, and welcome into the booth for the first time. Uh, the one and only. I don't know what I mean. I was trying to be. Should I introduce here. myself? You want me to introduce myself? It's that man, Ar, aka Young Casanova, in the motherfucking building. You know what I mean? I got a couple more AKAs, but it's cool. We'll leave it with that. We here. That was right a, on. That was a weak build up. I'm sorry. I mean, no, no, that's all good. I, 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 I like started that. off, man, with the the one and only, and then like I, I forgot what. No, I, no, I was basic going. is cool. Less you know is mean? more. You it's know, simple, man. You you deliver the rest of the hype up. Well, oh man, all right. It's the one and only, the businessman, the entrepreneur, the better yourself every day, be a better you tomorrow than you are today, man. In the building, in the place to talk to y'all people that's listening. That's that's gonna be blessed with these here words that I'm spitting to you. I probably ain't gonna be talking that much though. I'm capping. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> See, it's moments like this though where I can't wait till I get my setup so I can have it. <laughs> moments and shit. You know what I'm saying? Just going Absolutely. live. But uh, man, welcome both of y'all. I'm glad y'all motherfuckers are here. Uh, Mr. Jesse, man, you just performed for your first time last night at the Juice Maker Lounge out here in uh Tulsa, Oklahoma, man. You know what I'm saying? What was you fucking second on the lineup? Did your motherfucking thing. A show which I will say, ladies and gentlemen, your man, yours truly, Castro X, you know what I'm saying, hosted. It was beautiful. It was magical, man. Go on, talk to us. Tell us how you felt, man. Man, I'd say, uh, to be honest, I wasn't nervous until I fucked up a word. That was it. That's when I was like, oh, shit. But when I caught myself and I realized everybody was still rocking with me, I was like, shit, they gonna love me regardless. I was like, as long, you know, man, as long as I keep popping. That's one thing I definitely did notice about the crowd, man, was, uh, because it was a couple other artists that stumbled as well, you know what I'm saying? And that's okay. That's why we placed you guys where we placed you, because we knew you guys were fresh coming on to the show. So, you know what I'm saying? It was more of an opportunity, like, hey, come on, come on and rock this motherfucker for us, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but the cr- that's one thing I did notice is the crowd was, uh, very, uh, receiving, regardless, you know what I'm saying? The crowd was definitely open to what you were doing, you know what I mean, regardless if you stumbled up or not, uh, you stumbled on a couple little words, man, and, you know what I'm saying, they were still like, nah, come on, we fuck yeah, with you, you know, you know, you know what that was go, to blame, though, that was you yeah. encouraging everybody to drink, yo, your man, your man put on a show and made sure everybody got 
super tipsy, so all they want to oh. do is vibe. So if you fucked up a they word, they like, no, nah, no, nah, keep going. We trying to keep Bruh, this buzz going. That's all that was. They definitely was, they was trying buzz. to get lit. Yeah, they was buzzed <laughs> by the time I got on there. So they was like, they was like, okay. And then they was just with it. There, Whatever you was delivering, yeah, they were like, was we crazy. don't give a fuck. Turn that shit on. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had, I had niggas like laughing. I was like, look. Oh, and they, I'll like, be slaving the Amazon out here. Everybody started laughing. I was like, okay, I got them. Next song. I was like, fuck How did that feel for you? Because whenever I, I felt the crowd in my hand, how did it feel for you when you when you felt like you had, when you had them giggling, when you had them Bro. laughing? What was that like for you, man? I felt like I was around a bunch of friends and I was comfortable. It was a honest. very homey show, man. It felt like we, we at home. I'm comfy right now. You, you know have to imagine everybody like, naked? No, nah, nah, like... <laughs> is I, that a thing still? I, I think when I was rapping, when I was messing up, I was I was looking too much. I was really... I was looking too hard trying to see people. Like, I'd be like... I'll be rapping down. I looked at Castro, and I'm like... Like, especially when I start fucking I up, I saw you I look looked back up. at me a couple yeah. times, but I just cut Bob on my head. Yeah, you, I, was like, I was like, is he rocking this? I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm making sure And that's I'm exactly good. why I bought my head, because I knew the moment you looked at me and I wasn't paying attention to something, I knew you was going to be like, fuck. Yeah, yeah I, so cut, I, <laughs> I cut one time, because of that. I looked back, and I saw you were like... But I, like, forgot what the fuck I was rapping. I was like, damn. And then I look back, I kind of look back at the crowd, I was like, oh, okay, I'm back on it, I'm back on it. And then I was trying to move, and then, man, when I messed up my favorite song so bad, Which one and was everybody it? bow down. That was one of your, probably your most banging joints you put on the set list. <sighs> but the ones you performed the most was, uh, uh performed with the, with, I mean, performed JD the best. JDB the villain. Uh, you did JDB the villain, but I, it was your last two joints, man, which was motherfucking uh, Painless. I felt like yeah. you slayed that one and everybody was into the vibe of that one. They were singing yeah. it and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then like, you did... true. Right. And then yeah. you did one, which was dope for you because you were a new artist. First time performing. The fact that you stumbled on your words, it didn't matter. Because it's just it all things up. to grow from in that right. case for me. And that's another thing, yeah. man, I want to give you props on, brother, is after the show, you say you wanted to leave. But what I caught you motherfucking doing, you know what I'm saying? Is the, the, You stayed there and you peeped every other artist on that took notes. You know what I'm yes. saying? That's yes. respect right yes. there. I, Absolutely. I watched you know them I mean? and I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I was like, I gotta learn something. I was like, cause the, you said, you know, the veterans were last. I was like, I've been wanting to see some of those guys the get up there. The seasoned veterans. And I saw them get up there and the way that they were moving and shit. And you the could way see the difference. Hitting their words. But there was one thing I noticed that they did that, uh, that they didn't do that I did. And that was look up at niggas. And I was like, damn, that was my mistake. I was like, <laughs> they, they would be looking down and be into it. And wouldn't really be looking out except for those last two dudes. That's why I said that they were my favorite because they would be looking at the crowd and See, be and, and be I gone. will mark that note. Uh, okay, Tool, we can talk about that. Uh, tool, man, uh, is that how you end a sentence? Is that how you begin it, Tool? That's not how you begin a fucking sentence. Anyway, uh, <laughs> also, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? A couple of them artists, you know, they're real lyrical spitters, so... For J-Rob to close his eyes and not pay attention, and like that, that's kind of his element. That's his vibe. Lovelace, when he's rapping, he ain't really concerned with yeah, nobody. He, he got motherfucking bending his hands up all weird looking deformed. These, these are the artists at the show, and by Gengar, the way. Correct, yeah. These are artists that have performed that night. If I was listening to this podcast, I would not know who the fuck you were talking we about. We talking about our good, <laughs> good plug. Nice and, we talking about the show. If y'all hadn't gathered yet, we're talking about the show we put on last night. Uh, and we're mentioning some of the artists who have put on plugs to Lovelace, J. Rod, uh, J. D. B. The Realist, uh, such and such, Gangar, uh, uh, Bubba C. and East, Bubba Easton, C and Easton, uh, uh, Bubba C. And Manny Easton, Man and OPW. his little homie. 
OTW and yeah. uh, motherfucking Berto Brown with the Midwest Icons. Yeah, we played yeah. the whole show. We got it. We in there now. Right yeah. on, right on. You know what I'm saying? Bro, uh, Gengar was, was the one that I looked at at first, and I was like, how the hell is he doing that? Like... He he will be he will be sitting there rolling his eyes back while he's doing it. Like I I noticed he, he was wasn't... on some other shit. Have you heard Yo. Gengar yet, Ar? I've heard some of them artists, but I can't I can't I can't okay. say which ones I have. I do want to play uh, a Gengar joint for you, actually. I know I don't really play music on the show, but I'm actually going. Hey, do me a favor. Uh, let me disconnect from this Bluetooth so tacky so like connect to this motherfucker for me real quick. We're gonna put uh, Ar on Gengar, man. Play that Black Jesus. Cause that motherfucker, that's, that's what he wrapped it up with, bro, and that shit was stupid. Why? You, you gonna, okay, so you have a show, and you leave off with your best track? Man, that's 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 a way, I mean, that's a way to sell your CDs, get people to your SoundCloud, Definitely all of that. To me, but see, that's personal. To me, it was the greatest, the, his best track. To me, it's the your most hidden. Like, I, really I mean, you could, how, how was the vibe? It was fine. Everybody was rocking throughout the whole show, but see, Gengar, the type of artist, man, he gonna, uh, do some uh he he just mad wild, yo. So check this out. He started off with a hip hop joint. You know what I'm saying? This is a young dreadheaded brother, you know what I mean? Started off with a hip hop joint. And then in the middle of his set, went to some crazy ass heavy metal shit. Like what the fuck? And in the midst of that heavy metal song that we thought that he screamed, ah, doing all that, rolling his eyes oh, on shit. some weird demonic shit, the beat transitioned into a hip hop beat and he just started rocking the crowd. And I was like, yo. That was Artist. crazy. Yeah, That's what that I'm saying. Mad genius. And then he ended with my favorite track, which was Black Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Actually, that 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 that, that was pretty lit, pimp. That was pretty lit. Yeah, you, yeah. Even without me being at the show, I got some visuals. That's you what I'm saying. I hope what's going on. I hope with us uh hyping you uh, or hyping the show up, man. Cause so AR wasn't at the show last night, man. Unfortunately, but um, you know what I'm saying. With all that being said, I hope we hyping it up and painting enough of an image for you. You know what I'm saying to uh. So, you know what I'm saying? Understand what was going on absolutely, last night absolutely. and dig the mix. See, your man, your mans don't fuck with bars, don't fuck with clubs. You know, COVID going around, I definitely ain't fucking with no loud, large groups that it's unnecessary. However, in the sense of supporting, you know what I'm saying, somebody's trying to do something with their life, you know what I'm saying, and doing something that they've been wanting to do for such a long time, for me not to be there. Even though I'm, 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 I hope I but was I there know, in spirit. You definitely, you know, because when I'm putting things on, see, this is why we need our solo episode. Uh, because when I'm putting things on, you got to understand, brother, whenever I said it's Dolce, bro, that's, that's still tatted on my heart. You know what I mean? That's forever. That will always exist. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm putting it on, I'm still putting it on for you. I'm putting it on for, for Sub-Z. I'm putting it on for Luis. You know what I'm saying? I'm still putting it on for the team because y'all were my day ones. You know what I'm saying? Kurt Gang. You know what I mean? So when I'm doing my thing, I'm still trying to build an operation to where eventually when I get where I need to go with my business shit, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that may be, I'm going to be like, all right, team. Here's the table, let's feast. You know what I'm you saying? You know, that's the same thing I'm on. That's why I ain't and telling I nobody it, nothing I'm doing. I already know what it is, though. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because That's interesting. But that's a whole... That's Great a, minds, you know? That's a whole solo episode, man. I'm going to introduce you to Gengar, man. Uh, Black Jesus. Right on. You know what I'm saying? This shit cold. I'm going to have you watch the video, too, man, just so you can feel the kid's demeanor. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because bro is crazy. Check this shit out. Okay, look dead into the camera. The Pastor Gengar is here. They thought that was going to be the intro oh, or some shit. shit yeah, you know Show them the Bible. Yard. Show them the footwork. Show them the footwork. We about to cut loose. 
Bought the turtle water, yeah, in the great goose. Feeling no mates like a nigga not loose. I don't rock cheese, I would rather rock a noose. Looking like a rilla while I'm mossing on a rock ship. Took a long break from the red slavery and I abolish it. A nigga isn't normal, I acknowledge it. Using my depression is a power, so I conquer shit, yeah. I immaculate the beat, little niggas. You know I promise shit. Ping a bitch to a dog, nigga, full metal alchemist. Give a red rock and now she eating, now I gotta go and polish it. Bought a chin. That was uh, Gengar Black I would, Jesus. I would man. advise all the podcast listeners to look up Gengar and watch that video because if you listen to it and you watch it, it's two completely different experiences. This brother has a whole vibe he puts off when he's doing this thing because he's doing this thing. A little, you know what I'm saying, peculiar in some areas. You know, he says some things that kind of make me scratch my he head. Out there. He definitely different. But, you know, in this day and age, originality is you can't put a price on it. I Everybody's agree. copying each other. Authenticity. Even, authenticity, exactly. Be original. Be yourself. And he definitely, I guess, was being himself. I don't really know the brother. He unique. <laughs> he, he unique dude, though. And so that, that's what I was telling you. This, you completely right. That's the whole thing. Out of all the artists, shout out to everybody that did their thing, because they all did their thing. But out of all the artists, one thing Gengar brought outside of just energy was like, yo, you, you had to look at this dude. Like, this kid is wild. You know what I'm saying? Wow, it's definitely a different experience. If you get to look at him and see him do what he doing versus just listen to him. Shouts out to the music. It's good, too. But, you know what I'm saying? His whole... It's, it's a package. You know what I'm saying? It's a package deal, people and the kid. You know what I mean? But, Absolutely. But uh, anyway, man, I don't know where the fuck we was at. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck we was talking about? Uh, talking about the show. Yeah. The performances. It was And lit. the artist. And then we got oh, to Gengar. Oh, and he was like, hold up. We, we got to put Gengar. you on with Gengar. Um, that's <laughs> I was saying that uh, Gengar was one of the artists that had like the highest level. Like whenever I looked at it, like I noticed that he also didn't really look at nobody. He didn't um like when he was going, he was just being him. He was just on the stage like it was just him. Like he was the only nigga in this room. When I first saw that, he was the first one I saw to do that. And then 
I See, saw I feel like Lovelace did that shit. J Rock. Uh, yeah, Lovelace did that, but Lovelace also kind of, kind of like he he was with the crowd too. Like he acknowledged he that the crowd was there. So yeah. how do you feel about this statement, y'all? All right, so because I feel like when the artist is doing that, a lot of times, man, they they just into their music. You know what I'm saying? They into their element. You know what I mean? Y'all agree? Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely feel that. But I'm definitely one that you know what I'm saying loves attention. So. Say I'm performing, like I'm definitely one that's into crowd involvement as well. And as an audience, you know what I'm saying? As a listener, I like when they like, hey yo, say, you know what I mean? Like they get you into it. You know what I mean? Hey, they, when I say hey, you yeah. say ho. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I get yeah. you. I get you. I'm I can I can I can definitely vibe off that because I'm one of those kind of people that likes to interact with the crowd as well. But sometimes I have a certain song that might be a little bit more, I don't know, a little bit more emotional for me, a little bit more in depth. Or maybe I feel it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? A little bit harder. So I feel that's like I got to disconnect from the crowd and I got to say what I got to say. And I know they're going to be saying it with me. You know what I'm saying? Probably. I don't know. But you're but, not even spitting that song for them. That's yeah, yeah. That's therapeutic. That's yeah, for yeah. you. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm talking about. Certain certain tracks and shit, man. Like, that's that's from the chest. This is this is my life. Like, you're doing painless. painless you know what I'm saying? Versus uh, Bow Down. That's Shout more of a... We gonna get them tracked. You, you know, know what I mean? I almost, I almost uh, teared up on Painless. I had to hold the fuck on. I was like, nigga said, don't test my luck. Uh, no, when I said my heart's beating out my chest, I was like, I was sitting there literally thinking to myself, I was like, damn. I was like, a nigga out here on the stage saying this now. I was like, nigga, I almost teared up. I was like, I can't believe I'm alive right now, bruh. I was, boy, that shit hit my fucking heart. I was like, hold on, let me get back into it. Painless. <laughs> like, out of body experience right there, huh? Yeah, they all like, oh shit. <laughs> I got spiritual know. almost on them boys. But I definitely agree with you, man, as far as, you know what I'm saying? Like, certain songs got so much more weight on them, you know what I'm saying, for you. And I definitely feel, I definitely agree. I probably would separate as well. I'm not concerned with y'all right now. I hope y'all feeling this, but man, let me spit this real shit for you. You know what I mean? But I do, like I said, love the crowd involvement, man. I ain't get to tell you. Did I tell you about the, the chant I got going at the beginning yeah, yeah, of the show? 2020. Yeah, you said bro, that I got the, I came in there. Yeah, bro. I was just proud, bro. They was eating at it. But, uh, man, anyway, all of that aside, man, the show was definitely good. It was definitely kosher, man. Uh, all right. I want to I I step on to another topic. That's what I'm going to tell you. What's all right. So, how everybody's mad at 2020. Why would you be mad at a year that you should learn from? So, I'll speak on that. I'm not mad at 2020, personally. Uh, 2020 has been one of my best years. Yes, we lost a lot of great people, things like that. But for me, you know what I mean? Niggas die every day, B. Yo. <laughs> facts. Facts. Not to be brutal, but facts. Hey, yo, this the With All Due Respect show. You know what I'm saying? For those that don't like it, fuck you. You know what I mean? That's, that's the yeah. motto we run. With all due respect. Yeah, you know, with all due respect, though. But uh, you know what I'm saying? For me, 2020 was a very uh, a year full of growth for me. You know what I'm saying? Started off, I wasn't doing shit. Got me a place. You know what I'm saying? Got me a car. Uh, went through a couple different businesses, which were great learning uh, opportunities, man. Uh, relaunching the podcast, man. And I mean, all kinds of other shit. You know what I mean? It's just been a year of really just concentrating on my inner self and building and growing. Like, the world is at panic and mayhem, but like, I was good. I've been Fuck very panicking, happy. man. You know, this, this, is my, this is my theory. This is my take. When the world is freaking out, that's the one time you should be calm. When everybody else is at home collecting the unemployment check, that's when you need to get out and do something. So let me, I, I think when the going gets tough, the tough get going. That's just, you know what I'm saying? That's the, Without saying it, that's the model that I go by. So you know? let, let me dig into that a little bit more, man. Uh, when the world's at mayhem, you should be calm. Break that down even more. Go okay, all right, it, all right, all right. When everybody, uh, when uh, when uh, quarantine first started happening, when everybody started figuring out that the coronavirus was here in America and everybody started freaking out, buying up toilet paper and shit like that at the grocery store. Mm. I was already stocked up, so I was good. 
But I didn't trip. People started wearing a mask. I mean, I, I, I had a shemag, you know what I'm saying? So I'm already, I was already prepared on that note. So I wasn't tripping. But people, I mean, just, just when people start panicking, panic, not, what good comes from panic? Nothing. You should, you should, if people are panicking, you shouldn't panic. However, you should be aware of what's going on around you. I'm not saying be dumb or stupid and just kind of, you know, be arrogant in your own way. Definitely know what's going on around you, but be calm. Mm. When you're calm, more rational, you can make better decisions and you can govern yourself better. When you panic and you start following everybody else, the crowd, what good comes from that? It's like fighting while angry. Man. Yeah, I was about to take it to a metaphor that I, I think I've talked to you about it as well, the samurai. Uh, when the samurai is engaged with six other motherfuckers and they about to come at him, you know what I'm saying? He's never at pain, like, oh, no, I got to fight these. He's, he's calm as fuck. That's why he the knows. wind's always blowing his shit to, just to emulate saying. the calmness of him. Exactly. He, he knows... Uh, the moves they finna come at him with, and he knows six moves ahead of what the fuck they got coming to him. You know, he, he's six steps ahead already planned, and he's good, ready to go. You know hmm. what I'm saying? So, I mean, I definitely fuck with that, man. In the mayhem, remain calm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. 2020? I ain't mad at 2020. <laughs> I'm mad at the mistakes that I've made, and I'm, I'm mad at, at the situations that I, I was in. But also, I'm happy for the fact that I learned a lot and uh, definitely one of the things was uh, <laughs> I had to solidify my hustle. So just like how you said, when everybody's like collecting their unemployment and shit, I was like, I was going above and beyond to like not be trying to do that. But then also I got sick, so I so that winded up being like one of the only. Actually, I wasn't even getting my uh, I didn't even get my unemployment for like. Uh, two or three months. Well, I'm still so. waiting on my stimulus, yo. What's up, <laughs> yo? <laughs> yo I, was, I was hustling so hard trying first to work. One? Shit, either of them. I ain't get the first, the second, third. Oh, How many dude. is there? Oh, they man. get a Christmas bonus and like stimulus. Second one coming two? now. What happened to two thousand? I heard twelve hundred. You ain't got your second thousand. You ain't got your second. Nah, I'm I'm still waiting on that. I ain't gonna lie. Man, my second one hit today. It ain't on the card, but it's coming. So how you know it hit? Yeah, mine oh, may take a couple days. So. H&R Block, man, I filed my taxes. The first one, I got a check. It was a check in my mailbox, $1,200. You know what I mean? But uh, this one, uh, I guess it just went on to a card from H&R because I had filed my taxes or whatever. Oh, word, word. I got the same thing. Yeah. Okay, so. Now, no no free plug for H&R, but, you know, yeah, no, file your own taxes. They don't Fuck pay me. People. Yeah. The moment they start paying me, though, we will plug you all day. Every day, every day. <laughs> yeah, I got direct deposit, and I do mine with uh, TurboTax. Okay. Another plug and, there. Yeah, uh, no, not Turbo. <laughs> Yo, TurboTax fire. I ain't gonna lie. It's Which cheaper, they think free is cool. Yeah, cool they cheaper it. than uh, yeah. I, they're they're pretty much cheaper than H and R Block. Plus, uh, they take it out of your uh, out of your taxes when you get it back, and also they give you like a free thing where you get to check your credit score and shit like throughout the whole year. You big on your credit? Oh, I started working my credit up. I used to be at like 4 409 or some shit. All right, so I got I got a question for you, but we're going we're going to go back to taxes. You know they took that out of school where people would learn how to do their own taxes. They took that out. Why the fuck would they do that? So we go to H&R Block and places like this and pay motherfuckers I and mean, do some shit that we should know how to do. It's basic and simple and it shouldn't cost you anything. I mean, so we could weigh in on that uh with many different things, though, too. Like many different, tires. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's so many things right. that we learn in school, uh, not to mention diluted uh, 
history. We could even say lies. You know what I'm saying? A whole lot of it. We've touched on this before, but you know what I'm saying? There's so many things just as far as day-to-day life that they did not, they do not teach you in school, man. man. Things that actually matter. That That's non-existent all through school. How to deal with money. Just shit you're actually going to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, I only Pay learned for that life. at right. one fucking school. I learned that one time in Jinx. One of the one of the highest, you know, most praised schools. When I went to Jinx, we went to like a fucking business thing in fifth grade or fourth grade or some shit like that. And what I was, was it like, I, I forgot what the fuck it was called. We went there, we had like fake money and shit. Everybody worked in a different shop. Was it called shop. Exchange City? I forgot what the fuck. It was, it was. right over there by uh, Roy Clark. I Union. do not remember. Because like, I went to that shit. I was a uh, radio host. Uh, that's, yeah, you probably, funny. That's yeah, weird. That is funny. That is weird. That's hey, weird. Full I just circle, brother. It's all good. Only one 2020. Hashtag 2020. I was like, shit. <laughs> but I remember doing that, and they teach you how to write text. That's when I realized, that was when I, I learned my own signature. Ever since then, I don't, I don't use cursive, nigga. <laughs> how often are you using cursive? Shit. Oh, man. My, my cursive is, my, my handwriting is terrible. So you can't tell if I'm writing cursive or printing anyway. Mm. But my cursive is just really long lines. That's all I can say. Just mm. across the page. It might go left, right, horizontal, you know, no telling. Vertical. I can't spell anything outside of my name. I know S-E-A-N-L-E-W-I-S. I, oh, I, can, I can write cursive. I don't know. What but my like. handwriting is so bad. Man, my... Well, back to what we was on, though, man. There's so many topics, man, within within the education system that, that we missing out on. You know what I'm saying? Uh I brought this up multiple times, man. What are things that we could be teaching our children current? You know what I'm saying? Right now, I say we got kids. You know what I'm saying? What what are lessons that we could be passing down that we know they're not going to get? Uh, and a big thing that's really important important for me, you know what I'm saying, with my sons, when I do get to spend time with them, things like that, man, is history. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel history, uh, like I said, has been diluted time and time again. Like I said, mm. we've, we've addressed mm. this. And I, that's why I'm bringing it that's up. That's a deep topic. Me and Jesse have addressed this, and uh, I think Fred's been on the episode where we talked about uh, the, the manipulation uh, of historical stories, that, 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 how they change yep. it up time and time again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I know this is something that you can weigh in on because I know you, you know, got the knowledge. Uh, it's funny because I've quick, been – before you say that, my bad to cut you off. You know another great motherfucker – not motherfucker. Feel uh, like an ass. Another great man I'm trying know. to get on the show. Absolutely, I already know you about to say Cash. Absolutely, yes, sir. I need him on my shit. I, I, he he, will, he has do. he has his own podcast. You guys can probably do a merger. Mm. I think he does on Thursdays. I need to sit down with him. Absolutely. Oh man, that brother got some crazy. I just ain't got to talk to what him. I know. Go ahead. Compared to what he knows is like you know reading the back of a book versus reading a whole novel because that's all he does. Man, because that brother he got some smart, crazy, man. crazy knowledge. And then he'll go and show you where he got it from. Like, you ever went to his library? And then he'll show you where they got it from. Yeah. Right? Keep, I haven't been to his home man, yet. He, he keeps he, inviting me to his knowledge is, is His knowledge is, is admirable. Like, you look at him I'm and sleeping. he talks to you and you're like, damn, I need to, I need to be smart. Every time I talk, he makes to you feel stupid. He and sometimes he'd be on a topic book, that you man. know something about. Yeah. He'd be talking to you on a topic that you know something about. But he'll make you feel like you know nothing. See, we got on a whole conversation about the the five percenters. Uh, me and him. I don't know if I'll talk to you about the five percent. A little bit. Uh, we ain't gonna touch on the five percent right now. Uh, last time I sat down with him, he was teaching me lessons on the Moorish people. Hmm. Yeah, he was really. I don't remember it though. That's the issue. I need to go back. Yeah, to Moors. He's invited me to his lot. Yeah. Morocco. Yeah. 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 He's invite. He's, he's got on you with that too. Or you, we, we've had. About? We've had. We've had some conversations about Moors. I just. I like the idea of y'all too. You know what I'm saying? Because. 
Hey, I'm man. quiet. When he's around, I'm listening. Hey, that's how you should be supposed questions. to be anyway. With a, with a man with game like that, you got to sit with Just hey, soak it up. Let me just sit here. Let me hear it. Yes, please. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, you had something you was finna say uh, as far as uh, the changing of history and things. Man, you know, I, okay, I've been watching some documentaries. This is a YouTuber. Okay. I don't know his name. Sorry, bro. I can't plug you. But um, he goes to, like, Venezuela, certain parts of Mexico. When like, he, like, uh, he's, a, he's a journalist. And I was watching one this morning about Korea. And the same thing that they do in Korea is the same thing we know or they've done with history. Korea, when you go to Korea, or North Korea, excuse me, um, whenever you're an outsider, they, it's all this different propaganda. Like, everybody has to dress nice. They take you to the nice part of the city. You know, there's slums. There's, you know, there's a whole lot of other things going on. They try to shield away from the world. And they also try to shield the same thing with the people that are there. So they don't know what's going on outside the world. A lot of a lot of people in Korea hate America, don't even know why they hate America. The same thing that they do is what's been done in history. We have people that came over to lands that were already populated with people and wiped out, decimated the population, just try to kill them off, this, that, and the third, and then started writing history. Mm. Started writing history, and then they started teaching this history to not only their own children, but the children of the, the native people and the people that came into this land. So they believe that this history is actually true when it's not completely 100%. I don't know what percentage it is, but it's definitely, definitely not 100% true. And I mean, I'm sure there's some truths, maybe. Involved, Absolutely. You know, definitely. But you know what I mean? That's scary. It We've is. We've got a whole group of people believing in some stuff that is just not, you know what I mean, uh real or valid uh which can make it i'm not even gonna go there i'm not even gonna all go right but you remember that you remember that have y'all seen that star trek movie uh it was one of the star newer trek. ones there was yeah. there was a star trek movie where like at the beginning they were like he stole something and he was running away from like the indigenous tribe and they had their own beliefs and so one of the rules was they were they're like don't don't get caught or so because um it'll change their beliefs or so and so he like jumped off a ledge onto a ship and then they saw the ship go off and so they drew the ship and they was like we're we're praising this now completely changed <laughs> their whole religion like fuck actually you know what I don't normally watch this kind of stuff but I actually have seen that yeah, I yeah, ain't seen that. that. I, I'm, I'm a little crazy. I'm a little nerdy at times but I, see I do watch that, that kind Star of shit Trek, or was that uh that was that was Star Trek that was I think it was Star Trek. The, the, it, um, the with the with the ship that's got the little propellers, two propellers and the round. It's like a CD I, yeah, yeah, with I two straws it, coming out of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it was that one. Cause it's Star I was Trek. Almost thinking it was Star Trek. Oh, we bad. That shit, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and correct y'all though. It's Star Trek. Star, oh, Star Trek. oh. Let me say Star Trek. He said Trek. 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 T R E K. Trek. It's not C. Star Trek. No. No. With K, it's a K, and with C, it's Trek. K. No, T R A C K. You know what I'm saying? It's T R E K. Trick. Trick. Okay. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, man, back to what we're talking about. You know, okay, so you have a people and you make them forget their history. And then you rewrite history and tell them that this is actually what happened. So, like, for instance, there's a place in Oklahoma called Fort Coffee. It has another name, I can't think of it. But there's actually a pyramid there. Of the indigenous people that were here in Oklahoma, there's a pyramid, a and they pyramid. they they tore the pyramid down. The uh, um, European settlers, <clears throat> they tore this they tore this pyramid down. There's, there's there's murals and there's little there's like a little museum of what used to be there, but people don't even know. Like this is a little 
I don't want to say hick town, but it's a little bitty small town in the like right by Arkansas in the side of Oklahoma that nobody would even know unless somebody told them, you know. So and it has a away. freaking pyramid, yo, in America. That's what's yeah, that's and crazy. there's other pyramids that we don't even know about. Like we think Egypt is the only place with pyramids. No, that's here in America as well. But really? that part of history we don't know why, because somebody came over and rewrote history. Yeah, saying all this stuff doesn't exist, know. but yet they, they have murals and things, but there's, there's no education as far as, you know, unless you go there, you know. There's no way that you would know that this pyramids or where these pyramids are unless you live close to them or know somebody who knows them, you know. This is something should be taught in books, you know. I agree. But, however, if it was taught, they would also have to teach how it came from, you know, this great pyramid to, like, barely rubble, you know, look like it's been demolished now. Like, mm. who did that? Mm. Can't tell on yourself, huh? Look. So you just rewrite history. It's interesting. Oh, they don't just. And it's, it, I mean, it just um, the pyramids is shit. only <laughs> pyramids is only an example or mere mere a piece of hair in the wind to all the things that's been covered up or not even told or just forgotten. Do you things about our history that we don't even know? Do you do you believe in like all the hidden shit that may be hidden in like Area Fifty One type areas? Like, like, hmm. alien shit. Yeah, like, like the shit they be finding, and they be like, nigga, we can't say shit about this. Like, I'm you know, I'm, I'm not against, I'm a very open-minded individual. I'm open to, you know what I'm saying, all things at this current time in my journey, you know what I'm saying? So I, I can't, and who am I at the end of the day to now, say this is, aliens. uh, lies of, of facts. You don't believe you know in aliens? No, I mean, I believe there's something out e. there. E.T. phone home, no? I mean, I, I do, like, yo, Lil' Mail is the shit. shit. Look, I didn't believe in ghosts. <laughs> I didn't believe in ghosts and spirits till I saw one of them motherfuckers. And then like aliens. I'm just saying what I'm saying know, on the tip of since we talking about aliens, <laughs> semi. Yeah. It's like I'm just open to the idea. Like the universe is vast. Hmm. The universe is huge. You know what I'm saying? How do I really know what's out there? You know what I mean? I don't know. You feel me? Yeah. I really don't know the capabilities of anything that's past what's here. You know what I mean? You know, I I, I don't want to I don't want to debunk anybody's beliefs in Area 51 and things of that nature. I mean, I'm pretty sure there is something going on, but what it is, I don't know. And I don't really entertain the thought that I would actually know something, or even you know, people give me ideas. I'm kind of like, okay, in one ear and out the other. However, I do believe that there are things present that we do not see. Mm. There are unseen things, unseen beings. I do like believe unseen, that. That's like, that's more religious aspect. Like but unseen, like existing currently, like possibly. Like this might right be a whole room full of people, but it's just uh, you, all we see is us three. Like, uh, what are your ideas on the? I want to get back to what we was on uh, with the history conversation. Absolutely, we're gonna trace back to that. Uh, but uh, what are your views on like the the? Because I've heard time and time again religious texts of the spiritual wars that's currently being had. Right here, you know what I'm saying? As we chill, hmm. you got angels and demons fighting. Uh, I know in the Christian Bible, you know what I'm saying. And, uh, if y'all motherfuckers don't know by now, man, uh, with all due respect, respect podcast is a very open podcast. We discuss all things, whether you like it or not, man. Uh, y'all already know the motto, man. With all due respect, you know what I mean. You right? We gonna do our thing because we 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 all a group beliefs. of builders here, man. And the way people build, man, is they come and discuss shit, not argue about the shit. They they find ways to conversate and understand this man's point, this man's point, so on and so forth. Uh, anyway, man, you in the spiritual Bible? It's or not the spiritual, the Holy Bible. Goddamn, the Christian Bible. As I said, goddamn, that's yeah. Anyway, yeah, you know I mean, strike him. Man, no, no, please don't. No. Oh, 
chilling out here. <laughs> I had to put my shield on. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? In the Christian Bible, they talk about the war uh, being had for, for our souls, man, between angels and demons. You hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I mean? Is there anything in the Quran that discusses that or anything of that sort? You know, there are some... There, we have beliefs in, um, in uh, angels and, you know, we call them shaitan. Satan. Spawns of, spawns of Satan. Um, and I don't want to say they think battle or anything. However, angels will come and battle for you. The devil's always trying to pull you into hell. He's always whispering in your ear. He's always trying to pull you off the path of righteousness. If, you, if you're right or wrong, he's always trying to get you to do wrong. However, if you are person that God bestows his mercy on, that's what we believe, then there'll be angels sometimes that'll come and fight for you. They'll mm-hmm. come and they, the devil will definitely run. The devil ain't trying to fight no angel because angels, they're angels. But, um, in my belief, excuse me, but, um, there are some cases where, you know, angels will come and mm. get that devil up off you. Mm. Tell him back, back. Yo, I the devil curious. don't take no days off. He don't. He like, gonna, as soon as the angels are gone, he gonna come crawling right back. He's very slippery like a snake. Uh, that motherfucker works twenty four seven. The only thing I can take from the devil or so that he's good at is his consistency on what he's trying to do. He he goes for it and he keeps going for it. Now you can take that from him, but everything else, that nigga got to go. Mm. Like, but the good thing is God does the same thing. So you can say you, you know. The devil knows your me, weaknesses. Uh, devil knows you better than you know you. He yeah. knows your weaknesses. You know, the angels know you better than you know you. They know your weaknesses too, but they're always rooting for you. My belief, mm. and the devil's always like, ha, 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 I got you psst, 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 in your ear, and he like, look at that fat ass, go grab it, you know. That's my see, my weakness is women and food, you uh, know. I can uh, and money. I can agree. A few other things, look, but well. women, women number one, man's and weakness. and you know, we believe just just like the Christians, I'm Muslim. Uh, we believe, you know, in not having adultery, you know, no premar- premarital sex, but you know, devil, devil, man, twenty five. You said twenty four seven. I say twenty five eight. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah, he always there. 120, 120%. That <laughs> motherfucker be on your ass. And like, and you know when you feel like you ain't protected, like you know when some shit's off and shit just bad just starts happening around. It's like that night at the thing, old girl was wild. Like as soon as she like... So my last night at the show. Yeah, when, as soon as I felt that she started like like dancing up behind me and I was like, who the fuck is this? I already was like, mm, something, something ain't right. And then I, I got, you know, my people's up there like, who the fuck is this? They're like niggas in the back like, hmm. I'm like, so I, I got to try to smooth the way. Next thing I know, it gets worse and worse. And I'm like, all right, we need to get this bad, this bad energy up out of here. She over here like, nigga, nigga. you know. She, okay, so so break it down for people that weren't at this party. What the fuck is going on? This bride is okay, doing what so exactly? You got this girl that Good came move. in. So this girl came in with her friend. And apparently they know one of the owners or something like that. And so one of the girls is over here selling drugs and stuff. And we got oh, somebody shit. saying she's selling shrooms. Oh, and shit. Like, I should have been now. Yo. <laughs> shrooms. So, and then the other one's like drunk as fuck. And she's high off the shrooms. And she's over here touching on the artists and shit. Like she came and like rubbed my neck all sexily and shit as I was walking by her. I was like, what the fuck is she doing? She was having I, a good time. To, yeah, I talked to such and such and he was like, bro, you got your neck grabbed on too? I was like, yeah. But uh, I finally like came, like I saw her get grabbed by her friends and she was like, you're going to be in here trying to fuck everybody. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be a problem, bro. I was like, because it ain't just me. She's, she did it too. At first I thought it was just me. I was like, okay, she's like, new. Now I looked around, I was like, hmm, something ain't right. So I can attest, man, she did raise way more conflict. You know what I'm saying? On top of putting her, her hand on Jesse's throat. You know what I'm saying? She uh <laughs> She squared up on me too. She I don't uh, know if you saw that. 
This is hilarious. She's I know she got up. into it with Auntie was there last night. She got into it with Auntie a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sat on Fat Spencer's throat. Or not throat. Whoa, that would have been fire. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. You know yeah, he on his lap. He wouldn't have on never his lap, got that. You know what I mean? Yeah, cause he don't get no play, man. Poor Spencer, guy. Spencer gets, he gets some. I hope. I hope. Hey, Spencer, you listen. I hope you get he some say he get play, man. He I say think he, he does. Play. He got game. Who? What they look like? Hey. Some? You know, that's that's between him and whoever he doing the duty with. You know what I'm Rick saying? Ross no, I'm just booty. curious. Rick Ross. Okay, we can't put Rick Ross. He got money. It's like, so? It's like, he was probably getting booty before he was Ocean, getting money, though. the difference between Rick Ross Swagger, and Spencer. though. He got Niggas who look oh, like Rick Ross. He got a deep voice. That's, that sells itself right there. You got a beard. That uh, sells itself. You got goofy got Spencer. Spencer borderline racist. It's uh-huh. he uncomfortable. Uh, Spencer is. That, he ain't getting no black play, maybe. <laughs> All right, Spencer. Spencer isn't racist. He's ignorant. He is ignorant. He he, he is, just likes to jab at you. He like he knows he knows how to fuck with you. He don't know how to fuck with people. I'm and glad he don't you give see a him fuck. like that though, man. Because I know I know Spencer sick. enough to know that he's not racist. I know he's not racist. However, he'll say some stupid shit that make you want to knock Dude, the fuck shit out. Did he I say? That's why I love yeah, having him on the show. Because he will talk. <laughs> uh, that's what I was saying. Shit. I was like, I was like, he's that type of person. I was like, dang. I was like, how do I remember Spencer? And he he like, does got a good it. heart though. At the end of the day. Yeah, he's yeah, good. He's, he's good, good dude. dude man. You just got to be able to tolerate him sometimes. Sometimes you got to walk away from him. Say, Spencer, I had enough of you. Yeah. Aaron tried. Aaron wanted to fight the <laughs> hell out of him, boy. Michael Covey? Yeah. Oh, no. He Dr. Oh, man. no. What man? Oh yeah. So so she uh so. What was it? Homegirl told me that her friend was also selling like shrooms and stuff. And so I, that's when I told y'all, and I was like, man, hold on, let me go see where her friend is too, because we was already trying I to get I thought she was going to say girl. something else. I thought she was going to be like, we'll see how much she's selling for. But. Shit. <laughs> Bro, I came around the corner. I see them literally in mid in, in a, interaction. I see the, the, the little hand swipe. Oh, they wasn't the smooth. Bag. Yeah, and then they, they slowed down and looked at me like it was a movie. I was like, yeah, uh, I need you to come with me. So she's like, what? And I'm like, so I hear you selling shrooms. I just see you do a deal. You did this? Yeah. I was like, I just saw you do a deal. And then she was like, I know the owner. I'm not selling shrooms. And so the mic comes up. So this is what I'm going to tell you. What? My thing, where I stand, as far as being somebody doing their thing at the show, right? That ain't my business. Now, the conflict, her touching people, things like that, that she needs to be removed. Yeah, but as far was, as the dealing drugs and shit, I, I was like, bro, I didn't ain't, see shit. I don't know, know shit. But a word, really? I'd be surprised if I knew. I was getting like, <laughs> right, I that, the know. thing was, old girl com- like complained about it. She was like, that girl was trying to sell me shrooms and shit, and then like somebody like, else why? told me they tried to do it. Know. Like they weren't liking it, and I was like, damn. I was like, what if people people start leaving because they like that bitch wild and and not all heroes wear capes. Go ahead, brother. I was thinking, I was like, damn. Yeah, I was like, if she's getting mad, I was like. And now I'm hearing from other people. They're like, mm. I'm like, nah. I, think, I was like, she about to fuck up the whole night. I think because she touched you, you had a grudge. And you were like, nah, fuck this bitch. No, this was the other <laughs> She's girl. She's selling drugs. No, no. We about to no, get like, you out of here. No, so, so the girl who touched me, nah, I was cool. I was like, okay. But then her friend was the one that was selling the drugs. And so I was like, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, these bitches wilding out here. But I went over there. And, like, when, when she pulled, she, like, came up to me. Uh, Mike came up. And he was like, he was like, no, nah, I know them. She ain't selling shrooms. Who is Mike? Huh? I don't know who the fuck. She said that he was the owner. He don't People even were know saying, Mike. Damn. Yeah, I was like, and that's why I told her. I was like, I don't know no Mike. I was like, are you supposed to be the Hashtag owner? Hashtag who's Mike? And, and like, I only remember dude with the dreads who was supposed to be the owner of the long hairs. Right. Yeah, I was like, so I don't know who this dude is. I was like, but if you are like a partner with who him. Who was that light skin brother to come getting close to her and shit? 
don't know. He got pulled her to the side. Because um, he would not let us remove her. That's the only reason we didn't remove her, because he could be like, no. Nah. The big black dude? Yeah. That's the Mike dude. Who the fuck is Mike? I, I don't know. That's why <laughs> well, I was he's like, a light-skinned like, brother that talked to you from picking the girl yo, out. Why is this my interpretation? Look, look, get this. I'm sitting here like, I'm like, okay. I'm going to join y'all with just laying down. You know what I so, I'm sitting, here like, all means. I'm sitting here talking to Mike, and I'm like, bro, I'm like, she's standing here trying to defend her case, and he he's trying to tell her to shut up because she's like, well, Because she out here telling people she do say selling shrooms. Shut yo, your ass up. She said, she was like, he to me. She was like, he ain't got, a, he ain't got shrooms. He had, he has coke. And I was like, damn. Huh? <laughs> I, you know, my, my motherfucking, uh, my, my background, I'm like, I'm easily pulling shit from people. I'm just letting her talk. I'm like, coke. But you said that you were, you had shrooms. She's like, no. I just gave him coke. And the dude was like, I ain't getting you no coke. You fucking building a case yeah. on your own ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had her ass. And then Mike's like, shut the fuck up. I Better like, detective than Batman. I'm like, I'm like, look, bro. I'm like, look, if you are the owner, like I wanted to tell him, I was like, look, bro, if you are the owner, yo, your people, I was like, this is, this is who you, you show yourself with. Like, these are your niggas and you defending them and they doing all this shit and got people complaining. I was like, this is, this is your, your image. I was like, do you really think, like, we'll go, like, I was thinking, like, nigga, we need to find another club. I was like, because these motherfuckers wildin', bringing in niggas who's selling drugs and shit in the back, got niggas crying. This is downtown, right? No, oh, man, it's right at the block off of, uh... Oh, this is south side traffic. It's, yeah. it's cracking like that out you here? You think this is south? Yeah. This like, is I, south side. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm in the nitty. I'm in the north. To me, Anything, this is east side. Any, nah, this is, this is south. This east, is east. East is that way. This is south. It's off, like, uh, 31st and Yale. Yeah. Uh, 31st, 31st and Sheridan. 31st, that's, that's south. Yeah, this is east, east is Garnett, in that area. Yeah, it's, it's still considered south. This like is right south. There at 31st so I'm in the, you in the south. Area. You're in the south. I'm happy then. That's, that's yeah. what's up. I mean, hey. Yeah, I'm doing east, better than Wherever you at, be happy, brother. I'm happy on the north south. Be content. I mean, <laughs> the north side peaceful and quiet, though. Yeah. Nah, it was cracking. New Year's. Oh, yeah, bop, niggas bop, was bop, shooting out oh, like a mother. You staying out north, too? Yeah, I got. I live up north, too. I'm like, niggas was going wild. It was raining, and I thought, it's going to be all right. But like ten minutes till midnight, I started hearing gunfire. Ten. And then closer, the closer it got to midnight, the closer the gunfire got. Mm. And then midnight, it would sound like a freaking drive-by everywhere. Everybody was outside shooting. Shotguns, semi-automatics, fully automatic. I ain't know you could have fully automatics. I I ain't hear no fully automatics, but niggas was shooting like they was. I'd have been in my crib. I was. I didn't feel comfortable though, cause I was naked. I had no. That's what I said. I'd have been in my house, bro. Juice, juice. What am I gonna do with that? Yo, I'm not gonna go outside and shoot that. Fighting. They got fully automatics, man. Bruh. Hell no, nah, I'm staying. <laughs> it's done. I was about to go out and shoot too, but I was like, mm. I was like, I ain't got no extra ammo for these niggas, so I was, I was like, let me sit my ass down. Man, but, uh, yeah, nah, yeah. Old old girl was tripping, and I I just felt like I was like, if you're an owner or so, and you got people complaining, even if they're your friends, like you need to calm them down and get them out. Like, that person obviously is stirring up trouble. And then you got a second person on top of that, and they're like, I know him. Like, if, I, if I'm if i running, if I'm in a show, and somebody, like, somebody come through the door, and they're like, nigga, I know Jesse or so. Nigga, I can drink this or so for free or so. No, get that. I'm going to tell them, get your bitch ass out of there. You can be like, you really send me out? <laughs> nah, man, you fucking up my image. You fucking hey, up my business. Hey, that's real. That's real. But to me, my view on it, man, like I said, bro, it's just like, if you bring in any conflict... In general, you, you harshen up what's going on. You ruin it. As you said, the image, you know what I'm saying, the environment. We in a positive mood. Please leave. You know what I'm saying? If they don't want to leave, kindly, you know what I'm saying, off of, off of that, you know, 
we will remove you. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? With the whole show and everything. That's kind of where I was with it. Uh, I don't know what happened to that little bitch. Oh, they, <laughs> you know they finally mean? left because uh, I think I think she almost got into it again with somebody. She was bumping heads with several people, sound like. Yeah. yeah, it was it was hella people. She was feeling herself. I Yo, ain't not having a good time. Like, when she squared up with me, I backed off because I was like, damn, there's going to be, like, five people to try to jump this little girl. I was like, she do it. I was like, I got my sister over here. I was like, I got, got D over here. I was like, and then I didn't want, I didn't want, uh, what, what, uh, Allie, I didn't, I didn't want her to throw a first hand. I was like, if I really got Allie people Allie would have knocked like, that little girl out. Yeah, I, I came up, I was like, Allie, you gonna let that girl square up on Allie's me? Allie's a like, stand-up ah. comedian we have come on to the show. Hey, so she got hands like Baby D. Hey, she she would knock her out. She would have Baby D ha-ha funny to her. <laughs> 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 I'm rolling. But she... Allie ain't no fighter, but I didn't want motherfuckers in there. And then my homeboy Greg, if he would have like he, you he know, don't hit women. Sometimes fights are what bro. make the party more live. Yeah. That was also kind but of my mind on it, bro. Like right. if they because we had did, not that we want that. Not exciting any violence. So as the people putting on the show, you know what I'm saying? Me, Dean, Lovelace. You know what I mean? We were we were with the mentality of uh, you know what I'm saying? We'll deal with it real quick. We gonna do what we need to do, right? We went and hey, we need you to leave. Can you stop? You know what I'm saying? We went and did that. And then owners got involved, and they wasn't trying to do that. So my idea on it, you know what I'm saying, being the host, I'm like, shit, if they want the smoke to go down, it's just going to be another thing that happened at the show. Like, shit, hey, let that, it. we got <laughs> so turned up. up. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, bro, I was like, I saw her doing the, I was like, I saw her, like, handing the drugs off. I was like, they already saying they doing it. I was like, and the owner sitting here telling me, nah, she with me. I'm like, okay, it's your business. I was like, but... When, if shit pop off, nigga, it's on you. So don't look at me. Don't look at don't look at Castro. Don't look at D. Don't look at none of them niggas. When this bitch get jumped or she get somebody fucking somebody die off of one of these goddamn shrooms at, in here. Yeah, nobody like, dies off shrooms. I like yeah. how we started. You think you're the, dead, but you're not. You're not dead. I like how we started <laughs> the podcast off talking about the show. Or cocaine. Got into some some meat, and we wrapping it up with. Circle, full circle. How about that? More show shit, man. I'm just Uh, glad everything went smooth past that shit, bro. That's what I was hoping, because I was like, bro, I know this meant a lot to you. And I was like, if these bitches fuck this shit up in here, I was like, I'm going to be mad as hell. Okay, I know dude's the owner, and you know, you want to respect the owner and his own establishment, but you can, like, tap me, like, bro, handle this. Like, govern, 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 govern. govern. That's what I would have did. If I was in this situation, First and foremost, I definitely don't put myself in harm's way. I see her doing a drug transaction, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to mind my P's and Q's. Because not everybody, you know, not that this is a hostile environment, but not everybody takes things the right way. Sometimes you confront somebody and they wig the fuck out. Now they trying to shoot you, stab you, cause people to come beat you up. You know, a lot of different things. Follow you home. Yep. So I always stay out of harm's way in that in that case. However, if I got involved... I will go to the man that's trying to stand up for her and be like, hey, man, you need to go ahead and handle that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep on the rap. She's she telling you. She's telling everybody what you got. Bruh. What you got going on. I ain't know you were selling what you were selling. Man, and so from where handle I was that. sitting, where I was sitting, in my stance and everything. You Slipping know what I mean? Sipping on this pimping. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I felt like I did my part, right? Because I even addressed it on stage. Uh, somebody, man, we just trying to keep everything positive. So if you're not going to keep it positive, you know what I mean? Y'all can leave type shit. You know what I mean? I don't think I said it just like that. But, uh, you know what I'm saying, I addressed it. I had spoke with those, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just a host. You feel me? Yeah, I helped put on the show, but really, I mean, it's D's joint. You know what I'm saying? D doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? I just get to be a part of it. Thank you. Know, it was dope. You know what I mean? Shout but, out uh, to D. Shout out to D. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lovelace for doing his work. But, you know what I mean? It started. 
You know what I mean? I addressed it with D. You know what I'm saying? Lovelace. They took it to the boss, the owner. You know, he wasn't trying to move nothing past that. He was coked up. So I just went back to doing my motherfucking job. I addressed it the one time on stage. And other than that, you know what I mean? See, my, my, I'm curious now. So if you're on coke and shrooms, where are you? Because shrooms bring you kind of like mid-range, you know what I'm saying? And coke takes you like way to the fucking ceiling. So where, where's the... Where's, mm-hmm. you wanna, I don't know, but she... she you up, down, sideways, and everywhere. She was you on the universe, man. Yeah. No, She's um, on two, I mean, excuse me. Maybe three or four. Yeah, like, that, that's what I was like... <laughs> Like I was just thinking about, it. I was like, bro, I was like, ain't nobody not, gonna not, wanna not, come uh, back condone any drug use. Like think, like think about it. If she would have really gotten a fight in there, and the and like the owner was like, oh y'all, your people like fought my people, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have got another opportunity to do this shit again. Or let alone, no artist would have wanted to come back if they people are in danger because the owner want to let these crazy motherfuckers in here and shit. Okay, so another question about the show. Yeah, now we on the topic. How many people were there? I said about 40 or 50 people came through the door. That's actually pretty damn good. For a first show. I say about 40 to 50 people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was around It was a really good turnout, man. Caught me off guard. It it was surprising. You know, I thought we were going to have 12. So, you know what I'm saying? 12 people. That's legit what I had expected. And nah. They was happy with us up there, bro. Talking about, because we made the goddamn tips rain on them bartenders, man. We got all that shit turned out, man. Absolutely. And we made money enough to pay the artists. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know how much they made, probably a couple no, dollars, but a little something, a little some piece. Ga- gas money, gas money, gas. Hey, hey something better than nothing. Got you broke perform, bread. Got to, and we broke bread. That's how you do business. Absolutely, you know everybody eats. And so let me speak on this. <laughs> let me speak on this. Uh, because this is how I feel like business should be ran, right? Uh, now you should have a piece for yourself. Now, but with the way things were going, first time putting on this show, all these artists got to grace our show for us. You know what I mean, it was a blessing. You know what I'm saying? I got to do my thing, so I felt like for me, D and Lovelace, the thing was, except Lovelace performed, uh, was to step back. See, the key is we, we don't need to eat right now. We don't need this paper yet. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead and take everybody to put on for us. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit going to kick back. Absolutely. Next time we like, hey, come back to the show, they're going to be like, oh, bet. You know what I'm saying? Because we doing them like that. You know what I mean? We ain't eating off of that. You feel me? We, we just happy to build it. You feel me? Let me build this first. Y'all going to kick that back so we can build it even bigger next time. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. Absolutely. That's how, that's how you do business. But anyway, man, uh, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Uh, I don't know what y'all's time like, what y'all doing. But uh, you know what I'm saying? This had, We might record some more. Uh, this was the With All Due Respect podcast, man. I'm your host. Whoa. I am your host, Castro X. That motherfucker doing the damn thing. As always, man, with all due respect, fuck, fuck you. you. You know what I mean? Big love. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs>